Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation, the podcast for entrepreneurs looking to take their businesses to new heights. I'm your host, Catherine O'Leary, and today I have like to talk to you about live events. I just came back from a live event this past weekend. Wanted to share some insights with you because, you know, post COVID live events are actually making a comeback. And I know a lot of people are talking about whether or not they're ever going to go back to the way they were, whether or not they're actually, you know, being participated in and large enough to, to attend and, I do believe that they should be on every entrepreneur's radar as a powerful marketing strategy. So I wanted to take this episode to discuss the ins and outs of live events, you know, now as they are happening now post-COVID. Here's the deal. Like they're never going to be the same as they were before because we're not the same. COVID changed a lot of things, but I do believe that they are very powerful and that if you set up before the event, during the event, and after the event, you set yourself up for success. They can be uh, a very lucrative way to market and to strategize and to open opportunities for your business. Uh, But here's the deal. Attending the events, it's really not just about showing up. It's about maximizing your experience at the event. So Get ready to, to uh, for us to dive in to why live events can be an important part of scaling your business and really how to make the most of them. So live events have always been a really powerful resource for entrepreneurs. Uh, and now more than ever, they offer a, a unique opportunity to connect, learn, and grow. Here are some of the top reasons why I think entrepreneurs should consider live events as part of their marketing strategy. The first and foremost is the networking opportunities. Live events really bring together like-minded individuals. They bring together potential clients, collaborators, and even mentors. The connections you make or can make at networking events or events in general, live events, can be game changers for your business. So definitely that can be part of your marketing strategy. Learning new strategies. I mean, at live events, you have access to industry experts who are sharing their insights and their strategies. And this knowledge can really propel your business forward faster than you can ever imagine. So you can stay ahead of the curve by attending things like workshops and seminars and panels that cover the latest trends and strategies in your field. This feels different at a live event than it does on a webinar. You're, you you have the opportunity to really connect 
you know, with the speaker during the event, as well as with others that are leaning into the topic that the speaker is engaged in. So being able to not only learn about new strategies, but connect with the people that are, you know, actually utilizing those strategies and, you know, maximizing those strategies is really important. And that's the knowledge that can really propel your business forward. Um, of course, there's also unveiling new opportunities at live events. You will never know what doors might open up at a live event unless you are there. You know, these opportunities um, can lead, and for me, they have led to partnerships. I started a mastermind with a colleague of mine based on a conversation that we had at a live event. They can lead to investment opportunities, whether you're investing in yourself with programs or with maybe with mentors, or you're investing in others with coaching and with breakthrough sessions, um, or even you might even discover a new niche. So, you know, those opportunities that you, you know, you never know where the conversation is going to go. And you're, you know, to be able to to step in and be open to those opportunities is really important. Uh, of course, there's also building your brand. So speaking at or sponsoring an event can position you as an authority in your industry. You can also position yourself as an authority in your industry, just in the way that you're talking and, and networking within the, the event. Um, so live events can really provide that platform to showcase your expertise whether or not you're speaking or sponsoring the event or you're a participant in the event, you can still build your brand at these live events. Of course, honestly, face-to-face -face engagement, there is not a lot that beats the face-to-face -face communication. And live events really do allow you to connect on a personal level, uh, which can lead to more meaningful relationships. They also shorten that time frame of getting to know, like, and trust somebody at a fate with a face-to-face -face communication because you're able to to put the name to the face you're able to connect a little bit easier you know you can maximize your time and your conversation so that when you follow up you can actually say remember when we talked about or remember that conversation that the group of us had or remember when we were at dinner things of that nature so really don't ever dismiss the power of face-to-face -face engagement and of course, and then, then, you know, live events can be very motivational and inspirational. Um, they're usually brimming with energy and enthusiasm. They can serve as a really powerful source to kind of get your mojo going and get it flowing in a different, different way. You get different ideas. You meet people you haven't. Um, you, you have these, these conversations that are really interesting and, and inspiring. So, you know, Live events can be very powerful for in a number of different ways in networking, in building your brand, in learning new strategies, both for yourself and your brand, connecting and networking and building your, you know, your list of people to, to connect with as mentors, as colleagues, um, as potential clients, and of course, you know, just motivating and inspiring you. So as I mentioned earlier, it's not just about attending the event, though. If you really want to set yourself up for success when you attend a live event, there you need to pre-game <laughs> and you need to post-game, um, as well as being obviously at the game. So let's just cover some of the, you know, we, we covered some of the why you would attend a networking or a live event. 
um, as I said earlier. Now let's talk about the how. How do you make the most of live events? And you need a plan. So here's, here's a tactical approach to ensure your success. So before the event, before the event ever happens, when you decide to go to the event, set some in intentions. This is really important to kind of give yourself not necessarily goals, maybe it's goals, like define your goals before the event. What do you want to achieve? You know, is it networking? Is it learning? Is it finding finding potential clients? Having those clear intentions will guide your actions. So you almost, you almost want to create those lists. So if you're really wanting to build connections, maybe you have a, a bucket list of connections uh, you know you want to make. Um, if there's a speaker lineup and you know that you want to connect with two or three of the speakers, you know, write down an intention that you're going to have a one-on-one -on -one with those with those speakers, or you're going to make five new uh, in, client contacts or set five, you know, collaboration connection calls or something along those lines, but set some intentions before you step onto the flight or into the car to go to the actual event. And that, that's going to set you up for success if you have a bit of a plan of why you're going to begin with. And of course, I'm always going to say market research. Um, there's there's hardly a conversation where I don't suggest market research, and this is none other. But research the event thoroughly. So this is especially important. Know the audience. Know who's going to be likely in the room with you. Because you want to be with like-minded individuals. That's what's going to make the event really spark for you, really be motivating and innovative and, you know, teach you new strategies and connect you with the people that you need to be connected with. So really knowing the the audience to understand whether or not, you know, maybe not the whole audience is your ideal client base and that's okay, but you want to make sure that some of them are. If you're going to make new contacts for potential clients, if you're going to, you know, go for networking, you want to make sure that you understand the audience. And then, you know, obviously, if you're going for learning, you want to understand the speakers and the sponsors and, and make sure that they are, you know, people that you want to be hearing from and people that um, that you want to be learning from. Again, not every speaker at an event is going to be your cup of tea, and that's okay. But in general, are you getting the right vibe off the event? Are you, you know, are the right people likely to be in the room? Um, the like, you know, the the people that you're looking for to make connections with, whether that's a collaboration connection or a client connection, or maybe it's an opportunity connection, whatever that is, just this will help you really tailor your conversations and pitch your business effectively. If you know the audience, if you know the speakers and the sponsors, you kind of get that vibe. You're going to know how to speak about yourself and your and your business. And And then there's, of course, during the event. And during the event, you want to have fun, right? So we talked about the the pre-game and now we're at the game and you want to have fun at the game. So let's dive into what you should be doing at, at the live event. First and foremost, of course, you want to be engaged in active listening. So during the sessions, 
And even during conversations, whether you're having networking circles or you're talking with a group of people, or maybe you're sitting down with people and having dinner, make sure you're listening to what they're saying and you're actively doing so. Also make sure that you're asking a lot of questions about what they do and how you can help support. Um, don't make it all about you and don't always be reciting your resume because people are there to make connections and, and you know, to to get to know you as well as you getting to know them better. So just make sure that you're get, you're giving and taking, I guess is what I mean. Um, so, you know, that active listening, that not just hearing, but truly understanding what others are saying, that can that's a skill that can really help you build deeper connections quickly. Um, and the better you get at that, the more these events are going to be prosperous for you. The second thing about having fun at the party is really be open and say yes, even if you're not sure where that's going to go. But during the event, really be open to all those conversations, even some that seem unrelated to your niche or to your business, because you never know where the opportunities may arise. And sometimes the most unexpected connections lead to great outcomes. Because remember, you're not just talking to the person that's directly in front of you, but everyone that they can connect you to. So the person in front of you may not be your ideal client and may not be um, the, you know, the person that you, you, you have a list match with and can maybe collaborate with, but they may know three or four other people um, or even one other person that is an awesome partner for you or an awesome client for you, or you are the person that they have been talking about and waiting for to help them with their business. So sometimes it only takes one connection to send the roller coaster on a ride that you didn't even expect. Um, and it's, you know, all fun at the party. So just make sure you're open to conversations and say yes, even when you think, hmm, I'm not sure where this is going to go. And of course, you want to collect contact information. So don't solely rely on business cards because they get lost. You end up coming home with 20 business cards and you don't know really what to do with them and you can't really remember who gave what or who did what. If you can use a mobile app or some sort of digital tool to collect contact information, uh, this will just make the follow-up so much smoother. If you can and if there is a you know, a card or, or a digital notes or something that you can be making notes on when some, when you finish a conversation with somebody, make a couple of quick points of, oh, you know, this person does, um, you know, uh, business coaching. They work with um, seven figure entrepreneurs looking for connections to women's networks. I don't know what, whatever that is, whatever's going to help you kind of jog your memory in a few days as you're following up to help you recall the conversation because while you think you're going to remember even though it's a, like a fantastic conversation in the moment hopefully you're having a lot of fantastic conversations so you just want to make sure that you're going to be able to put the right conversation with the right person as you're following up um, if you can't do this it's not that big of a deal but it does help your follow-up go so much smoother and quite frankly you're going to look like a superstar and then the uh the other kind of party um, or, you know, during the game um, tip that I have is attend the after hours events. I can't tell you how many times that I have had the breakthrough connection or the breakthrough conversation, uh, you know, standing in the hallway, waiting for the coffee, 
uh, before the event, waiting um, in the, or, you know, even in the elevator, at the bar, having dinner, you know, off hours, um, you know, after hours, you know, don't skip these opportunities to network in a more relaxed setting. It gives you a chance to go a little deeper with people. It gives you a chance to ask a few more questions and really, you know, uh, maximize that connection time. I mean, for my friend, the magnetic voice, Monique McDonald, I can tell you where you're likely to find her during after uh, hours events, and that's in the pool. So to book her, you need to book floaty time, and it needs to be booked in advance. But those those conversations, when she you know, is, is kind of in that relaxed element, they're great conversations. You know, you get lots of tips, you get lots of tidbits, you get a lot of laughing, um, and you, um, you're, you're able to connect in a very deep and personal way. So, you know, just be open to those after hour events if you can, because my next point is probably the most important point and the one that people don't do as much as they should. But when we are on airplanes and in hotel rooms or ballrooms, you know, event spaces, they all tend to be really dry. So make sure to drink lots of water. So my, my last tip is really practicing self-care. This is what we tend not to do. We're there for three days. We've paid the airfare. We've paid the hotel. You know, we are, we are going, going, going from, you know, 8 a.m. till, you know, 10 p.m. And it's a lot folks it's a lot and again those airplanes those hotel rooms like everything tends to be really dry so you need to make sure that you're drinking lots of water especially if you're going to higher elevation uh venues like when i was in last in denver i kept getting these really bad headaches and was and i realized it was the altitude change and i wasn't drinking enough water um i also wasn't getting enough rest so you know, make sure you're taking those those breaks. This is really, really important for people um, that are um, introverts. I'm not an introvert, but for those that are, and I have a lot of friends are, and even in this last event, I saw the impact. Being in front or being with big crowds can be really exhausting. So pace yourself and take breaks when you need to. Get some quiet time when you need to. Like take yourself out of the 20 minute session if you need to. I know we have FOMO and I know that everyone wants to be in everything and doesn't want to miss anything. But if you have such a bad headache or you have, you know, your eyes can hardly focus, you're not really listening, active listening anyways. So drink lots of water, practice self-care. And then the other part of this is wear layers. I have traveled all over the world. I have done countless ballrooms and hotel rooms, whether I was doing surveys or I was attending events. And invariably, I can tell you that hotel ballrooms or event spaces are always, almost always freezing cold, right? Um, maybe not so much freezing, but they are cold. So make sure you have that light sweater or shawl or even a jacket that will save you from, from being uncomfortable in the event. And this is like in every climate that I've ever been in, whether it's freezing outside, it can still be freezing in the in the ballroom. Or even, I mean, the last event I was just in was uh, Las Vegas. It was, I don't know, 80 or 90 degrees outside. It was still cold and we were still wearing light jackets in the in the event. Just the way that the air conditioning with big crowds, that it has to be. So 
make sure you're wearing the layers because then you're you're comfortable for the climate as well as drinking lots of water and and practicing self-care so that's for having fun at the party you want to be active listening you want to be open and say yes to opportunities you want to collect contact information attend the after-hour events if you can and then drink lots of water practice that self-care and wear layers so now that you have you know set your intentions and and you know made sure that you understand who's in the room now you've gotten to the event and you've you know networked you've listened to the opportunities you've made some really great connections you're coming off the high of being in the event and you want to now now you got to follow up right now you want to be um you know, in that zone of, you know, you've attended the event, but honestly, your work doesn't stop there. So here's what you can do after the event to maximize your experience. Follow up, um, but don't just send one follow-up email and then think, oh, they, they don't remember me or they're too busy or whatever. After an event, I can tell you it's exhausting and it's like everyone's trying to follow up and everyone's trying to follow up on their follow-ups. Um, and don't, don't just assume that one follow-up email is going to reach the person that they're going to see it, that they're going to remember it, that they're going to, you know, so reach out several times, um, share resources, remind your new connections about the off the value you can offer. You know, if you have those kind of points about the conversation that you had, send personalized follow-up messages to highlight the key takeaways from your conversations, you know, offer value in return for their time and insights. Just, you know, just keep following up. I don't mean stalk. That's not what I'm saying. I don't I, like don't stalk people, but don't just assume that just because somebody didn't didn't respond to one follow up email that they don't want to respond because that's actually incorrect most of the time. They may just not have seen it. They may just you know be busy after the event, uh, catching up or you know, catching up on, on sleep or whatever it is. So follow up multiple times. The second thing is express some gratitude, you know, send thank you notes to maybe the event organizers or speakers or anyone who made an impact on you. It's a super simple gesture and it goes a really long way to building lasting relationships. If there's maybe a client that you met at the event, thank the event host for, Hey, you know what? I connected with a really great person. We're actually doing business together. You know, that's that's the kind of thing that event organizers want to hear and want to be able to tell the people that are coming to their next event that, hey, you know what, like we've had connections made. So sending those kind of notes, it doesn't have to be written. It can be, you know, an email or maybe a shout out on social to say, oh my gosh, like if you get a chance to go to this event or if you get a chance to hear this speaker, um, you know, make sure you connect. That can go a really long way. And then this is the one that a lot of people don't do, and I really, really suggest it, um, is to book the day after the event off. Just book it off for recovery day. Whether or not you're you're traveling or if, if the event happens to be in your hometown, uh, that's great. Book the day after off because the events can be exhausting, both mentally and physically. Take time to recharge before diving back into your business. So that's, you know, that's kind of like the after party. You want to follow up multiple times. You want to express gratitude and you want to book a recovery day. 
So now that we've kind of talked about, you know, what to do before, what to do during, and what to do after, I wanted to just take a step back and talk about some of the other ways that you can leverage going to live events, especially, you know, events that are, you know, two or three or more days. So when you're attending live events, there are often speakers and sponsors. And sometimes participants don't leverage the the speakers and sponsors as much as they could. So yes, you can go up to somebody and have a one-on-one conversation and get to know them a little bit better, 100%. But there are a lot of other ways that you can actually, you know, learn from and leverage those people that are coming in and, you know, uh, spending their time with you as a speaker or a sponsor. So of course, before the event, familiarize yourself with the backgrounds and achievements of the speakers and sponsors. This will help you, you know, figure out maybe as an intention what you want to set as, you know, I want to see this speaker or I want to talk to that sponsor. You know, it's it helps you identify who you really want to connect with. During the event, that might change. You know, it might be, oh my gosh, I didn't even know anything about this one speaker. I definitely want to connect with them now that I've heard them speak. But, you know, before the events, familiarize yourself as much as possible The event speakers and sponsors aren't always shared and aren't always set in stone. So be flexible if you don't know them all, but, you know, familiarize yourself with those that you can attend, obviously attend the speaker sessions. If you're actively listening, you know, attend those, those, um, those sessions, those speakers are there because they've been asked to be there or they're, they're actually likely paying to be there because they, they want to talk to you. Um, you, you know, they're influential speakers. So don't, don't be a passive observer, engage in the Q and a, um, share your thoughts, ask, ask, ask questions. Imagine me saying, ask questions, but yes, of course, ask questions. They're there because they feel that you are part of their tribe or you could be part of their tribe. Um, so they want to hear from you. They want your questions. They likely have a lot of insights for you. So, you know, make sure you engage with them. Another way you can engage with the speakers and sponsors is following the the event. You can join the conversation of the event by joining the event's official social media account. So if there's a Facebook group for the event, there often is, you know, you can get on there, you can say hi, you can ha- start having conversations. This is a a place where not only sponsors and speakers can be on, but also other participants. So you might actually meet up with people in the Facebook group that you can say, oh my gosh, we've had a whole conversations on Facebook and now I'm meeting you live and in person, isn't it great? You can actually pre-start your your conversations in official uh, social media accounts for the event. Uh, You can also join the conversation by using event-specific hashtags or maybe tagging the individuals when you're sharing your takeaways or insights. So one of the things that you can do is, you know, actually tag the speaker that you just heard. Oh my gosh, I just heard, you know, Shiraz Babu on the JVX stage. He got a standing ovation, was amazing. If you get a chance to check out Shiraz, go ahead and check him out. You know, hashtag reality interventionist, something like that. Like you can actually engage with those that are on, um, you know, those that are speaking or sponsoring um, by tagging them and sharing with your audience. Um, you can obviously, with the speakers and sponsors, seek out one-on-one conversations. If you're impressed by the presentation, you know, 
again, during the networking breaks, during dinner, during lunch, make sure you, you connect with them. They, the speakers appreciate genuine feedback and they are they often welcome networking uh, opportunities. I almost said all, like almost always, I'm, I almost actually said always. It's probably almost always welcome networking opportunities. Very rarely is the speaker or sponsor going to be there that they're not going to be wanting to talk to people. I mean, that's why they're there. So don't be shy. Go up, no matter how, you know, how celebrity they are, how big they are. Don't be shy. If you want a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you know, go up and, and you know, chat, chat them up. Um, obviously, visit the sponsor booths. Um, sponsors do play a significant role in making the events possible. So no matter what ticket price you have paid, it is significantly less than what you would have had to pay if it weren't for the sponsors there. So visit their booths, ask questions about their products and services. And again, these are probably great people to be collaborations, uh, in collaborations with or in partnerships with. So explore that. Treat everyone there as a potential, you know, opportunity. So again, be open and say yes. And then, ex you know, express your gratitude again. If you have a meaningful conversation or interaction with the speaker or sponsor, just a simple thank you note, a social media shout out, as we said, goes a long way and it will build, you know, those lasting relationships. And the other, um, the other way to kind of leverage the speakers or the sponsors is attend the VIP events. So if the event offers VIP or exclusive uh, sessions, the speakers and sponsors are, are automatically included in the VIP. So take advantage of these opportunities. They provide a more intimate setting for networking and in-depth discussions. In fact, if I may dare, I would say always go VIP at any live event. Always upgrade your experience. You are getting yourself there. You're spending three days with these people. You are, you know, you're getting yourself on an airplane. You're driving. You're you're taking time out of your time. Um, you know, the VIP experience will most likely mean that things like your meals are covered, so you don't have to worry about that. You get VIP access to the speakers and sponsors, um, as well as the event organizers, because don't forget about them. Um, and there's often other bonuses. So if you're going to a live event, I'm always going to suggest to never skimp out and uh, to make sure you're getting a VIP ticket. Because after all, you're getting yourself all the way there. Don't cheat yourself out of increased access to the, the event organizers, the sponsors, the speakers, and, other P and the other participants who are actually in that VIP mindset as well. Right. So what what um, what does all this have to do with what I usually talk about, which is about quizzes and asking questions and making sure that you're, you know, uh, being curious when you're talking to your ideal clients. And I can tell you that, you know, this is how I use my quiz. So as a participant, this is how you can use your quiz as you're participating in an event. So if somebody asked me what I did. I would tell them, I would give them my two minute G JV pitch. This was a JV networking event, but I would give them my JV pitch, but I would also give them my, my URL or my web link for my quiz, which is for my ideal clients, but it's quizformybiz.com. And I tell them that if you would like to see a live version of what I do, if you'd like to see what it looks like at the end of what I help people create, go to quizformybiz.com and take the quiz. 
And then I tell them that after they take the quiz and get the results, come back to me, come find me and tell me what you got. Like, let's, let's be excited about it. Tell me, tell me what results that you got. And I'm happy to discuss the results in more detail, maybe give them a few more bonus suggestions on what they can do. Now, my quiz happens to be about closing the communication gap with your ideal clients um, and, and you know, how to do that based on the gap that you have. So if somebody came back and said, oh, I have a pathway gap. Okay, that's great. Let's talk about how you get your ideal clients from the problem that they have to solve to their solution. Because right now, you, you don't have the right stepping stones or you feel like that's not as um, as strong as you'd like it to be. So let's let's help you bridge that gap. So I am actually using the quiz to continue discussions or even start discussions with with people in the in the audience. Um, and then after they do the quiz or as I'm talking to them about the quiz, I suggest that they sign up for the webinar offered or if they want a one on one call, we could also arrange that right now if that makes sense. So in, you know, in the moment I can decide on whether or not to give somebody a one-on-one -on -one call. I don't usually at the end of my quiz, I, I don't actually ever at the end of my quiz at this moment, because I don't necessarily want my schedule, you know, filling up like that. But at a live event, if somebody seems like a really great, you know, collaboration or partner or even client, I want to set up that one-on-one -on -one call. So I want to have my calendar out and ready to go and I don't want them to have to wait to go to the webinar and then get on my calendar. So it gives me a little flexibility to kind of take the the conversation straight to a call. And it's also, you know, if somebody just wants to, you know, do you have a an example of a quiz or an example of what of what you do, you know, you have your quiz ready to go. You have to make sure that your quiz URL or your, you know, the URL you're using for your lead magnet is really easy to remember because not everyone will have time to do it as you're sitting there, as you're standing there with them in, in real time. But you want to say, you know, like if you don't have time to do it right now, do it at dinner tonight, do it, do it tomorrow morning before you come to the event and, and just come find me and tell me what your results were so that you can kind of make sure that you're getting that conversation going. They see what, what you do and kind of the results that you deliver. And that can really help you move your business forward. Um, so that your quiz isn't just a digital tool, it actually kind of becomes your secret weapon at live events. So, you know, use it wisely, engage authentically and, and watch your network expand. Um, and that way that you can, um, you know, continue those conversations even in the room. Now, if you are an event organizer, we're gonna flip the script and explore how event organizers can leverage quizzes and create engaging and interactive live events. So if you're planning on an event um, or have one in the pipe, pipeline, this is definitely for you. So if you're the mastermind behind a live event and you wanna level up that uh, attendee experience, this is how quizzes can be your secret sauce. So you, obviously you can start building anticipation before the event by creating a quiz related to your event's theme. You can share that across your social media, your event website, your email newsletters, like all the things. Your JV partners can be sending out your pre-quiz or pre-event quiz. Um, you're, you're generating ex excitement, of course, but you're also providing valuable insights into attendees' expectations and preferences. Um, so you're gaining, you're, you're, you're gathering information of what they're expecting and their preferences, but you're also 
building that uh, excitement and giving them some value add even before the event um, so that they, you know, come to the event. The other thing that you can do is what we call putting Easter eggs into um, into the quiz so that, you know, like the secret, um, you know, make sure you remember the secret phrase when you come to the event for a special bonus. And anyone that's done the quiz has a secret phrase. And then during the event, you can say, so for, for everyone who has a secret phrase, which is, you know, all dogs go to heaven or something like that. Um, you get a different, like you get a special bonus. Maybe you get a special VIP bonus, or maybe you get, um, you know, a a book or, you know, some sort of a, a, a fun thing, but you can put that in your pre-event quiz. Um, you can also use a quiz or the quiz responses, at least. So the data that you are collecting from the quiz, you can use that to tailor your events agenda. So really understanding what attendees are most interested in allows you to curate your sessions and workshops and panels to cater precisely to their needs and interests. So it's like giving your attendees a personalized event experience. I mean, how cool is that, right? Um, when you're inviting speakers, share the quiz data with them. This helps them understand the audience, uh, the audience's pain points and expectations. And armed with this, your speakers can fine tune their presentations for maximum impact. So you get a very, you know, uh, congruent conversation across your three-day event and across all of the speakers. Um, you can actually incorporate quizzes directly into your event sessions. So maybe after a speaker presentation, have a quiz that reinforces the key takeaways or sparks discussions, keeps the attendees engaged and ensures that, you know, the learning isn't a one-way street because the the speaker obviously can can take that information and learn from it, but it also keeps, you know, the people in the room engaged. Networking magic. Okay, I love this one. So for those that are, of you that are putting on events, facilitate networking by using the quizzes as conversation starters. So attendees can share their results. You know, I am blue, you are green, he is yellow, whatever that is and spark discussions and connections based on shared interests or goals. You could even maybe say, you know, everyone who did the quiz, who is a whimsical wallet, you know, you sit at, you know, in the, you know, that, that, and that might be 25% of the room. You, you go into this um, speaker training or this training session and everyone who's a perfectionist, you go off and you're in a different kind of training so that you are actually creating mini groups within your event that are already uh, grouped together by, you know, maybe it's a common problem or a challenge or a common desire or dream um, that you can actually reinforce and, and discuss or, you know, solve for. So it, it creates, you know, it's able to break the ice and it's also able to create a vibrant networking atmosphere. Um, so, so just another way to use the quiz, that could be your, your pre-event quiz, that you take into the event and say, okay, you know, everyone that's done the quiz, all those who, you know, were should be wearing, you know, the Gryffindor scarf, you know, off you go to uh, room A and everyone that's a Hufflepuff off you go to room C. It just makes it a little bit more fun. You can use your quiz or a quiz uh, for post-event engagement. So it doesn't, you know, the usefulness of quizzes obviously doesn't end when the event does. Um, 
Use the post-event quiz to gather feedback and testimonials. You know, ask attendees about their favorite sessions, suggestions for improvement, the overall event experience. You know, basically a, seg a satisfaction um, and engagement uh, conversation with them because their insights are invaluable for future events. Quizzes can be a really clever way to involve event sponsors. So allow the sponsors to create quizzes related to the products and services and then offer incentives for participants. It's, you know, it's kind of a gamified way to get the sponsors involved. And it's win-win because the sponsors get exposure and the attendees have a chance to win in or engage and win prizes. Um, the other big reason, and probably in my opinion, the most important reason for event uh, coordinators to or organizers to you know create quiz a quiz or quizzes is to ensure that you are able to make data driven decisions so as an event organizer you'll have an access to a treasure trove of data from quiz responses and this will like allow you to use this data to make informed decisions about future events you will have a much clearer picture of what works and what can be improved if you have the data behind it as opposed to just a feeling or I heard. I mean, you like you want to you want to make business decisions based on data, not on qualitative information that is more like gut feel or I heard a couple of people because um, maybe you only heard from the couple of people that had one experience and everyone else had a different experience. So you really want to make data-driven decisions. So you can use your quiz as a participant. You can use a quiz, if not multiple quizzes, as an event coordinator or organizer to drive engagement, to drive expectations, to collect information on satisfaction. So whether you're planning a small workshop or a grand conference, remember that quizzes can be your ace in the hole. They create engagement, they foster conversations and connections, and they provide those insights to make your live ev live events unforgettable. You know, from the participant standpoint, it's kind of your secret weapon that you can slide in, you can get people. If you can get a lot of people to do your quiz, you've actually built up a lead generation and, and email list from just from that one uh, one event without having to be a, a sponsor or a speaker and do it in a fun way and do it in a way that makes the most sense. But, you know, live events are back, you know, they should be part, in my opinion, they should be part of your marketing uh, strategy. Just remember, it's not just about attending. It's about strategic planning. It's about being open-minded and it's about persistent follow-up that will truly elevate your business. So, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kickstart the Conversation. If you found this uh, episode valuable, please subscribe. Please leave a review and share it with your fellow entrepreneurs. Stay tuned for more exciting discussions on how to take your business to the next level. And until then, keep those conversations kickstarted. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. 
Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.